everyone, into tonight's episode of the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. I'm your naughty uncle, Oddball, hosting. And tonight, we're having the Tommy Bateman Show. Last night, we had all Matt Albert. Tonight, we have Tommy Bateman. In this first episode, we have Tommy... A segment where Tommy had a stalker. Apparently, uh, the Hideout used to have a correspondent named Alexis. And she and Tommy used to talk on the instant messenger all the time. Until Tommy blocked her and said she was stalking him. Now, of course, the guys don't understand why Tommy would think this way. I mean, why wouldn't he take advantage of the situation and bang the hell out of her? Well, in this segment, Tommy drops a huge bombshell. Let's see what this is all about on the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. Joining us in studio, the lady who um, has earned her hideout pass by going out and asking very stupid, silly Joe Gibbs questions of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Alexis, who has uh, become a friend of ours and uh, now is uh, a hideout correspondent. And um, we've known Alexis for a while. Um, we chat with her all the time via the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. AOL for Broadband, our content partner. And also we use it to kind of chat with each other. I'm always chatting with Dubs. Uh, during the Ron and Fez show, yep. um, I chat with Tommy about the show. I'll chat with Matt Albert. Chat I made a new friend in Alexis who I chat with a lot, too, about various things. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where everybody kind of exchanges instant message uh, screen names. And, you know, you get to know people. You chat and stuff like that. So, anyway, uh, Bateman, as it turns out, has decided that he's now being stalked. Oh, this is just laughable. Bateman, our producer in the hideout, who you just heard the imaging for, um, one night I think we were up here maybe running best of for the Ron and Fez show. Yeah. I was teaching Bateman about it, and I was chatting with Alexis on the IM, and he was like, who are you talking to? I don't even remember how it got started, but that's when the screen names... Male model. Yeah. Cause what? Bateman has this whole thing where he likes to act like he's a male model. <laughs> <laughs> for what? Bateman. It's not acting when you are practically a male model. <laughs> Bateman is back in the back. Um, he'll also be taking her phone calls during this segment, too. How is that possible? I don't know. You'll figure it out there because you're super producer. You're a good guy. Good. Nice thing from Don and Mike. Um, you're a great producer. Seriously? Great producer, but a very angry, angry young man. Why are you saying that? But sexy. <laughs> and now this is the thing. He says that you are stalking him. And, in fact, I don't know if you know this, Alexis, mm -hmm. but it got to the point where Bateman blocked you on his instant messenger for I, about three or four days. I don't think so. You don't think he blocked he you? He IMs me. What can I say? I mean, look, if you really want to know, he's in love with me, okay? If you really need to know how it is, he just is infatuated. Now, Bateman, Bateman when was the last time that you had a girlfriend? Uh, it's been a while. And so you have a young, beautiful woman like Alexis who is hitting on you via the instant messenger, who is talking to you via the instant messenger. Why would you go so far as to block her or even say she's stalking you? Uh, actually, I blocked several people on my IM this week. Okay, but why her specifically? I've been trying to get a lot of stuff done, and she IMs me quite a bit sometimes. You bet. Mm -hmm. Saying what? Uh, just anything, like, and then, then she starts getting kind of, like, angry, like, and making, like, kind of passive-aggressive jokes about, like, me and Matt Albert and stuff. Well, look, I can't help if you and Matt Albert are the cutest couple in radio. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it is. Hey, fat boy, 
Crap. That's bull crap. <laughs> What's up, Matt Albert? <sighs> All right, now here's the thing. So it turns out, and this is why this instant messenger can be, it's fun. I mean, yeah. Dubs, it is fun. It, it, it creates these type of things. But it is dangerous because things have been saved. But might I say, there is a lot of forging capabilities, believe me. I, I only have one copy of this, but I'm going to read it to you, okay, Dubs? Okay. I'm going to read what was written, uh, I guess, from Alexis to Matt Albert. Right, Matt Albert? Yep. All right, so here we go. This is Alexis. <laughs> it's a funny first line. So where's your boyfriend, Tommy? And I'd have to say, all right, I don't think that's too out of line. Uh, Matt Albert responds between breaths, I don't know. Have you talked to him today? <laughs> Alexis says, don't lie. Um, he's there, isn't he? And then now, and then it says something where it says Alexis says nope, but I, that would that doesn't make sense. So to me, it already he, seems as if things uh -huh. have been forged. All right, there you go. I mean, look at that. Look at that. If you look at it, no, my lines saying, down. No, no, no. She's saying nope, as in have you talked to him today? No, I'm saying I think there's some forgery going on, babe. That's what I'm no, saying. I don't do that. I don't lie. Does, does that seem to make any sense to you, Jason? No, uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Exhibit we A. Uh, we know how lazy he is. Do you think he's going to take time to edit that? <laughs> yes, for you, you're his boyfriend. Of course I think you would. There's the passive-aggressive stuff coming out. Hey, <laughs> stuff come. Um, yeah, what is it? Why would you automatically assume that because Tommy and Matt giggle with each other all the time, LOL with each other all the time via the IM. Hold on. If you think this is true, that they are boyfriend and boyfriend, who's the top? I, that, in your mind, who's the top? Honestly, um, I just try to keep the visual out of my head, so I just really don't even try to go there most of the time. But you've been there, so <laughs> when you've been there, who was the top? Uh, maybe it's some sort of trading kind of thing. I don't, I'm not I don't really know. sure. I, I, I have to say, Tommy. I would do. Top. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, are you talking to him now? Matt Albert says it was earlier. Oh, cool. Tommy has been really busy. He's been uh, doing the board off work stuff. That's what Matt Albert says. And he says, yeah, he told me yesterday, or the day before, or something. Poor little Tommy. Um, I just couldn't tell how buff he was the last time I saw him. Now this is Alexis. Edited. But he's your boyfriend. You would know. Now, that I did say. Okay. But then Matt Albert goes, I barely talked to the guy. And Which... that is a complete lie as well, J-Dubs. I don't know if you know this, but these dudes are on the instant message together constantly. You've been working on this stupid show since <laughs> you never do anything. That's right. Don't you... Oh, the anger. It's okay, Matt. You can admit it. You guys are going out. In fact, I think you're engaged. That's Alexis. Then Alexis says, hey, shut it. You already have Tommy. Why must you rub it in? Um, so you think he'll ever grow some cajones and give me a call? Can we, can we call Tommy Toppy? <laughs> no. Okay. Tommy, do you want to retort to any of this? Read that last line again. Do you think he'll ever grow some balls and give me a call? Okay, so if, if I'm in love with her, why am I not calling her? Because you're so intimidated by my radiant beauty no, no, that I, you are afraid to call me. You gave him your phone number. I think I did. So you're uh, semi-attracted to Tommy Bates. Yeah, but let's no, I mean, I, I mean, give you guys all my phone number. I, I mean, think you guys are cool guys. Let's be honest for a sec. Yeah, let's... What? He is a male model. I mean, practically. No, then stick aside. <laughs> is Tommy a good-looking dude? See, first of all, let me say that I've seen Tommy, like, twice. So my basis for judgment is not great. All right, okay. Tommy, get in here. 
No, I'm not allowed in the studio. <laughs> Come in here. Get in here. I'm I want not to... allowed in the studio. I want to know. Get in here. You Now you're changing the rules? Yes. Get in here. I hung up on him, so he has to come in here. Matt Albert, are you still there? Yeah, can I say something? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I am practically a male plus size model. That is true. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that. That is actually I think a thing. I might wait well. Hey, if you eventually see Tommy, tell him um, that uh, I know he'll eventually break up with you talking to Matt Albert again for me. It's just a given. Now, I guess this is the part that really spooks Tommy out. Tommy, get in here. Come on, dude. I told you guys he's afraid. You puss. You don't really want me to come in, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> All right, well, I'm all the way upstairs, so uh, it'll be a while. All right, well, here's this. Tommy, uh, this is talking about Tommy, Alexis is, and she says, and this is what really creeps Tommy out, all right, Alexis, just so you know. Yeah. She's talking to Matt Albert via the IM. You've got to spy for me sometime and ask Tommy about me. i got to know. Because he's psychotic. Now, the, wait, wait, you said that, though? I said that because I want to know what is up with Tommy. I want to know what he actually thinks. I think the rest of you guys are honest enough, normal enough, secure enough people that you will be able to give honest opinions. Whereas Tommy, you know, he hides his emotions and all that. He's running from his feelings. Tommy? Well, I have no idea what she's talking about. See? Now, did you... Oh, hold on. I feel like there's a lot of shtick going on here. I really want to get down to this because here's the thing. I got really pissed at Tommy. Yeah? Because Tommy was talking a lot of trash about Alexis in the past week. And it's she's mean. Because she's, she's become a correspondent for the hideout. She's going out asking the Joe Gibbs questions. And all he could say is she's so psycho. She's so crazy. Now you're making she, stuff up. She keeps IMing me all the time. Oh, didn't say what am, that? What am I going to do? I mean, how crazy is she? She doesn't have all of our phone numbers, blah, blah, blah. Does she? Does she? And so I was like, dude, stop it already. You're just finding something else to obsess on because that's your personality. You have to obsess on something. See, you're just making stuff up. And now you went so far as to block her on your IM. And then... Which, that is questionable. And then he sends this to me. Did Matt tell you that Alexis emailed me? And I said, no. And then, he, and then I asked, what did she say? And so here's what it is. Hey, Tommy, how are you? I hope I wasn't, uh, work hasn't been killing you too much. I've been good. My classes are boring for the most part, but everything's cool. FA has me doing a bit for the show, so I think I'm going to be there on Saturday, which you are here now. Hopefully I'll see you then. Anyway, I hadn't seen you online in a few days because he had blocked you. And I uh, know you're really busy, but I just wanted to say hi. And I'll talk to you later. That's May I say, nice. First of all, it's because he was crying to me last time he was on the IM of how much work was so hard for him and everything was so difficult for are we, him. Are we so difficult thought, hey, on man. Tommy? No, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about the hours I'm working this weekend. Oh. Hey, man, there was nothing wrong with it. I just thought I would be nice and send an email, but apparently you are not mature enough to handle that. And I got that. And I got the proof right here. I got it right here. And I go, wow, that's cool. She sent you an, uh, an email. Yeah, nice. I, sent, I sent Hefe emails before. I don't know the huge thing. And then so then he puts cool in italics. And I go, does it seem odd to you? And he says, yes. And I ask why. And he says, if I don't see someone online for two days, I don't email them asking where, how they are or just to say hi. Except for if they've been crying to you about how hard their life has been. And I asked, what is this crying thing? And I asked, even if you thought the two of you were buddies. And he said, yes. 
And that's my thing. If I don't talk to anybody for a couple of days on the IM, I'll shoot them an email. Maybe they hadn't been able to get there just to make sure everything was going. And he made this seem like you're stalking him. Like, he, like, let me just say, okay, look, who's the one that printed all the stuff out? Who's the one that made the huge deal out of this? Who's the one turning this into a production? And I'm the crazy one? Now, it's Matt Albert, and it's both of you. Matt Albert, you've been a quote-unquote innocent bystander. You're the one that's been copying and pasting and being the third party on all of this. What's your take? Thank you for that, too. <laughs> yeah, good job, brother. Thanks. Well, I have a question, Hefe. In the email to uh, you, does he ever offer uh, back rubs or anything? No. How about bear hugs? Point, Matt. Excellent point. And what's the point, Excellent though? Excellent point. Does she offer you guys bear hugs and back rubs? And back scrubs? Let me joke. Huh? Uh, never mind. No, say it. She, uh, she just wants Tommy. She wants Tommy. Hey, man, Matt, I'm really not trying to steal your boyfriend from you, seriously. And I think this See, is... And then she gets angry with that. And I think... No, she doesn't get angry with that. You get angry with that because you have such a problem. You're so homophobic. And just the fact that... I know you love Matt Albert like a brother. I think you guys have this love there, but I think it's more of a brother type thing as opposed to a hot love type thing. I don't, I don't think it's that. I wish. <laughs> all right? But I just want to say that we're all going to be coworkers here, and we're all going to be together, and everybody needs to get along. Hey, man, I like both those guys. I think they're cool guys. I got no problems. It's a, it's a maturity level on their part. Now, you're 19 years old, aren't you? Exactly. Now, why are these two douches acting like they're 14-year-olds mm -hmm. uh, still in high school? I never said I was mature. <laughs> Bateman? Can't fight him on that. You told me all week she was a crazy stalker psycho. I, you're playing it up. I want you... <laughs> what? You are playing it up just trying to get me in trouble. I... Why would it... What do you... Do you honestly care what Alexis thinks about you? Yes. Yeah. No. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> See? The truth is finally told. I want you, right now, the, we've spent a whole segment on it. I want you to actually, you don't even have to say it face to face. You're on the phone, back in the back room. Just tell her you love her. <laughs> Either tell her, you, tell her you love her, or that you never want to talk to her again on the IM. But say what you've been saying to me about her being a crazy psycho all week long. Or otherwise. Um, or Otherwise, I never want to hear another word out of you again about her. Uh, I like Alexis. I think she's cool. Um, I get irritated with some of the stuff she does on the IM. Like what? She'll just say things like, oh, but I guess I'm not hot enough for you guys to come in studio or something like that. And when I did I say that? Oh, now, time. Now, you said something like that to me. Am I hot enough for you referring to Katie and stuff? I'm saying in a joke situation. Now, is, that like, is that like fishing for a compliment? Because you are a beautiful young lady. I mean, I think you know that. I think it's okay. Hey, man, I was there was a situation with the picture and all that. I had to see how I stacked up, you know? Now, Dubs, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. If you're a, a, a red-blooded, young, heterosexual young male... Okay. 25 or 19 like Matt Albert there. And you got a chick, beautiful, 19 years old, who's IMing you all the time, who wants to hang out with you, that kind of stuff. Whether or not she would want to have sex with him, wouldn't you try to spit some sort of game to her? Wouldn't you want her to IM you all the time? Wouldn't you say, hey, I'll come down to George Washington University and bang the hell out of you? Not, not, not only that, I would ask the mom to come along. Yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Her mom's here and she's hot. Tommy, are you holding back? Cause mom's is here. The the future uh the future Mrs. Bateman-in-law. Actually, the mom is kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs>
Is that it? Is that all you got? You're a pussy. Because all week, all right. All right. All right. All week, you want to know the real reason? All week long. All right, shut up. You want to know why? Yes. Okay. I hate you guys for this, but I've actually been dating someone for the past month and a half. Matt. What? Are you serious? Yes. How do you hide that from us? No, no, no. Seriously, you got a girlfriend. Yes. Remember last week when I was like, hey, let's hang out after the show? Yeah. And then after a while, it got to be too late, and I was like, I'm just going to go on home. You got a girlfriend? Yes. And why would you be so angry at Alexis? Because you have a girlfriend. I'm not angry. You make up a story There's about anger. Her. There's anger there. How would you even be able to hold this from us? I mean, we've been hanging out with you all the Where time. Where do we hang out? You're a sad sack, depressed douche. You're always down in the dumps and blah, blah, blah. You got a job here at JFK now. You got a girlfriend for a month and a half? Yes. Where'd you meet her? It's actually someone I knew from high school. How'd you guys hook up? Uh, actually, through a friend of mine. His band was playing, and she was actually at the show. Have you been banging her? Uh, you know, I don't like to talk about that stuff. <laughs> Have you been banging her? And pretending she's Matt Albert? <laughs> exactly. Very nice. Wow. Can you produce this girl? Because now I think he's lying. Yeah. Can you produce can you, this girl? The, send us at least a picture or something? Uh, actually, I don't have any pictures of her. No, how can... What is this, like a Fez Watley kind of thing where she's in Canada? <laughs> what do you mean Fez Watley? He has a girlfriend. All right. All right. Well, there it is. That, I mean, that explains a little bit why he's awkward, That's but cool. why wouldn't you tell Alexis that you got a chick? Why wouldn't but, you tell us? I mean, the thing is, <clears throat> why would you go as far as calling her a psycho just so you don't have to deal with, you know, maybe her saying, hey, let's go hang out sometime? Why don't you just be like... I'm not interested. I have a chick. And this is this is very passive aggressive. Yeah. This is very. I don't want to deal with uh, another hot chick coming on to me. Thank you. And the, the fact that I have another girlfriend, so I'm just going to label her a psycho and have Matt Albert get in on all this with me. No, no, no. It's not like I brought Matt into it. Matt, she, well, I am Matt, and they were cool. But then okay. after a while, all she would talk about is like, I can't believe he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Let me just. What's she look like? For a minute. Yeah. What's she look like? What was that, Alexis? No, what, what, what does your chick look like? I don't want to talk about it. Why? Because I don't want. I didn't bring her up for a reason. Because I knew obviously you guys were going to bring it up on the air, which is something I didn't want. We got to bring the stink in studio. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get him angry. <laughs> is, is anybody who's banging Tom? Did he hang up? Did you hang up? Uh, see. Uh oh. He's pissed. <laughs> Matt, I have to like yeah. lock my doors. Did, did you know he had a girlfriend? No. He wouldn't tell me. He doesn't tell me crap. Whatever. You guys are talking all the time. I have no idea what you're talking about. First, Bateman has a girlfriend. You're probably not even a virgin. I've been banging away for a month and a half. By the way, I'm going to uh, Matt Albert's tomorrow. Are you really? You're going over to his house? I'm going over to Matt Albert's house tomorrow. I'll t I'm going to talk about it probably at around the 9 o'clock hour. Can you call back later on, Matt Albert? Meet the clumps. Yeah. <laughs> Meet the clumps. I want to find out what's on the menu. My mom's happy for a Cowboys fan to be coming. That's going to be so great. I'm going to bang your mom. <laughs> She's been waiting. I'm going to get the... I'm going to get the uh, stinky banky. <laughs> oh. All right, dude. See ya. Later. He hung up. Throwing the Boston Crab. Now I don't want to take a break. Yeah, I know. Because we've got to go back and deal with Tommy. We call Can I just say, though, first of all, all this is assuming the premise that, like, I really like Tommy. I mean, I think he's funny, like him as a person, but I'm saying, you know. But you, if, if he said, hey, let's go hang out one night, you would go. Well, yeah, the same way as if Hefe said Yeah, exactly. It, you know? But, but you know, if, 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 say, that you guys went out, you wouldn't 
you wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. You that I would. Pull, you, you wouldn't bang pull, Tommy no, right but, away or anything. No, but, but you, you would. You, you wouldn't say. All right, I'm just going out with this guy as a friend. You would say, okay, I'll see how cool he is and what what happens. Would you bang him? You know, it's... If, if, your, if you your mom's here and it's real awkward asking you. Yeah, so pretend, just a little. I'm going to pretend like she's not here. <laughs> would you have sex with Tommy eventually later? Well, well, we're going to ask your mom all the same questions. <laughs> Don't worry. Because chicks know. I mean, it's one of those things chicks know whenever they see some dude. They know whether or not he's got a shot to get in the pants. Hey, man, you know, like I, think I you said... Did. Only seen him like twice, so too too early to call. Christ, I don't want to go see him now. He's gonna be so pissed. I didn't know he had. I'm pissed at him that he has a girlfriend. I mean, we're all supposed to know each other. Well, How's he been hiding a girlfriend for a month and a half? And I, I knew right when you said right when you said skank. He, he was gonna be pissed. Okay, I don't want blame for Tommy being pissed because no, you know no, honestly, he's mad at me because I called this chick a skank. But I could be a little afraid of him, you know. I mean, after I'll walk you out. The Bateman thing, you know. I'll walk you out because I I fear for you too. I mean, I seriously fear for, dude. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm and I do really like him. I think he's a really funny guy. I really like Matt Albert too. You see how I'm stalling now because I don't want to take a commercial break. <laughs> oh wait, he's coming back. Hey, time for a break. <laughs> What's wrong, dude? See, how come you couldn't tell us you had a girlfriend? Oh, he hung up again. Come on, man. Pussy. Shh, I can't believe I said that. He's going to whoop our asses. <laughs> yeah. What was that last comment? Nothing. I just said we're going to go to break now. Old school jam, bro. <laughs> God, I fear for my life now. Seriously. <laughs> he has a chick. Why is he so angry if he's banging somebody? <laughs> I mean, not, seriously. I mean, that kind of anger that he has and he possesses is something you would expect from someone who has so much fluid pent up, built up within his, uh, you know? <laughs> Tommy? Didn't we say it's time for a break? All right. Next topic, please. <laughs> Was he Cameron now? All right, we'll do this. It's the old school jam of the week. I was going to do this in honor of Alexis and Tommy... So that they could get together, maybe this is one of those things where it sparks the relationship. Yeah. I said it's time for a break. See, you see why I'm scared? We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Who else do we have on? Uh, I think this is Tommy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, Tommy. Hi, Stacey. I was wondering what you look for in a man, and if you'd ever consider dating a radio producer who wears a karate uniform during the show. <laughs> Very funny. I think this is uh, one of El Jefe's <laughs> cohorts. Something like that. Yeah, that's funny. You know, I'm I'm off the radio men myself. Oh. I'm I'm done with radio men. So I came along too late, huh? You did. Oh. A little too little, a little too late. Damn. But you are quite a cutie, and if you want to come on our show, and we'll pimp you out for all the lucky ladies out there. Actually, I need that. You know, I hear most of the guys associated with that show need it. I'm fine with cool, that. Unfortunately. You're fine with that, Glenn? Let them come on. We'll pimp them out. All right. In worst case scenario, we'll put him in Don on a date and call it a day. <laughs> Except he comes up to Donna's breast. <laughs> Which is, I'm sure, fine with him. That's fine. Yeah, she could just lay them on top of his head. That's fine, too. Like a resting place. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a very nice description. <laughs> Sometimes I want to rest. It'd be like a place. weeping willow, a human weeping ah. willow. Many times. Thanks for calling in, Tommy. Thank you, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> All right, we got Richard on line five. 
Welcome back into the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. I'm your host this week, Oddball. F.A. and J-Dubs are on vacation. They'll be back Monday. And the last segment, we uh, had Tommy uh, encountering or discussing with his stalker, uh, Alexis. And in this segment, F.A. and Dubs wonder, you know, are they awful friends I mean, they realize that everyone that's ever been part of this hideout show, they've run off. And, you know, it's time for us to decide. Is Tommy overreacting or are Hefe and Dubs just bastards? I know what I think. We just had Alexis in studio and uh, Tommy Bateman, our producer, who's been our producer for a long time. I mean, since like August or something, August or September. Um, I've hung out with him a lot. Mm-hmm. It's He's constantly like... IMing me, and we you know we chat all the time. In fact, I was up very late talking to him last night, and um, he just dropped the bombshell. Yeah, that he's got a chick. Now, for those of you that maybe are new to the show and don't know the persona of who Bateman is, um, he's very much. I mean, we named him Tommy Bateman because of the fact that he has. Why is we still talking about the topic? Because he's a serial killer, woman hater, and. Have a seat for a second. I know you're a little... I haven't seen you this pissed off since a moral fan was here. Oh, man, you bring him up. So sit down for a second. I'm fine standing. And honestly, and this is for you, those of you, your buddies, like you were talking about, yeah. Dubs. You've got friends. You've been friends with somebody. Well, we've been friends with him, I don't know, a few months, four yeah. or five months, to the point where we've hung out with him a couple of times. And he's very... He's the kind of guy that's always upset. He's very sad sackish, And... Tommy talks about ex loves and you know dwells on ex loves and ex girlfriends and he's and it's almost to the point now where I kind of feel lied to because during the last segment he brings up and drops during this bombshell that he has a girlfriend. Okay, next topic. Let's go. Because what? Wait, hold on. Why is this such an uncomfortable topic? Obviously, I didn't want to bring it up. I mean, I, I want to know why though. I want to know like the the reason behind why and. You know, then we can move on. We can have some closure to it. Because it's not something she really wanted to, you know, be featured but, on the air. How, but long, she, how, how long did you know we're in high school? I mean, uh, was it all through high school? Were you guys in the no, same two grade? Years. Two years. We aren't, we aren't releasing any information about the girl. Though. I know, but it'll she'll be brought up somewhere like Hefe's ex-wife. we got to go there, huh? Well, we managed, just using that as an example. We managed to talk about Dubs' chick, and, you know, there's certain, still kick your ass. There's certain things that Dubs says I can't bring up about my chick, and we don't bring up about yeah, her. Yeah, we have an understanding. You know, if, if we really don't want something brought up, we bring it up to the person before we go on the air. Well, that's real good we, for you guys. Where are you going, dude? Jesus. I don't understand why he's so pissed about it. No. We haven't released any information. We haven't... All, all that we've known so far is that this was an ex-girlfriend that he had. I don't even know if it was an ex-girl. Was it an ex-girlfriend? Someone that he knew in high school? Psycho. Jesus Christ. Remember what Cameron was asking me? Is yeah. this guy crazy? Is he crazy? Do you notice how we're kind of whispering on the air now? <laughs> Like like it, like that'll keep him from hearing us. Like you can't hear it. Maybe if we just talk real well, everybody on the uh, in their cars can hear us. But Tommy can't. Matt Albert didn't even know about it. Yeah. I mean, would you be upset? I mean, this is like seriously. It's not to the point of me and you, but it's like hanging out with somebody for a very long time. It's like 
being buddies with Cameron. Mm -hmm. And Cameron saying five months into our buddiness, oh, by the way, I've got a chick. Now, I've never brought her around. You know, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I bet this chick doesn't exist. I, I, I think for how mad he is, she exists. You know, you would, would you put it past Tommy to make this chick up? I, I don't think he's making it up. I, there, I have a gut feeling he's not making this up. That's just me, though. I don't know what to do now. We're gonna, we planned, we slated this break for a guest, we pushed the guest back, and he ran out of here. Now we can't even talk about it, really. Now we can't even talk about it. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> You're laughing over there. You look, what are you laughing at? I, I just don't, I, uh, it's the Bateman hotline, what up? Yeah, maybe uh, next time me and Dubs hang out, I'll introduce him to my girlfriend. Oh wait, I never hung out with Dubs, that's right. Well, I don't hang out with anybody. All right, if you're going to call on the phone, you can't hang up all the time. At least let us talk to you for a second. Come on, don't hang up all the time. Now, is this seriously a sore issue with you because you don't, because Dubs doesn't want to hang out with you? I don't hang out with anybody. You hang out with me? I mean, but barely. Seriously, I work a lot, and I go home during the weekend. I, I don't really hang out with a whole lot of people. You come over, what, twice a month maybe? Yeah, maybe twice a month. I mean, that's about as far as we hang out. Outside of the workplace. We'll go have lunch when we're at work. But we don't hang out a whole lot outside of the workplace because, you know, we just... You know, I don't really think about it, too. I barely see your chick. Only the times that I come over to your place. Yeah. We don't go out a whole hell of a lot. And so I, now, looking back, if he's really been going out... What's this chick's name at the very least? Can you produce a name? Can we get a phone number so we can call her? Do you at least have her call in so we at least know that she's somewhat real? Have you ever kept a lie from any friends before, Doug? No. Anything no. of this magnitude? No, I, I'm pretty out in the open. Is this something that we should even be pissed off about? No, I'm not really pissed about it. I'm more, you know, just thrown, thrown for a loop yeah, a little bit. Yeah, thrown. I got to say, with and, the, uh, you know, it kind of hurts me that he, uh, he seems that he's not my bud because we've never hung out outside of the workplace. You know, I, I consider Cameron my bud. I I go have lunch with them, but other than that, I haven't done anything with them. What about Wonder Boy? Would you consider him your buddy? Yeah, I mean, but we've never hung out other than doing anything but work. Yeah. You know, uh, who else? I mean, anybody around the place. I would consider them, you know, buddies, but I haven't hung out with them except for if it's like a, if if I do hang out with them at a bar, it's because it's a station event. You know what we ought to do? We should do we should have some sort of a station event. Like, uh, you may have something coming up with the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah actually, I'm going to be at Dave & Buster's for the Super Bowl. Oh, we can talk about it? I don't know if I can say Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I'm going to be at Dave & Buster's for the big game. For that big game. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough then. So that Sunday, that big game here in a yeah. couple weekends, you're going to be at Dave & Buster's? Yeah. Maybe we should turn it into like a hideout special event kind of thing. And we'll be like, yeah, we'll all get our chicks together or whatever. You know, I'll see if I can maybe get a, You know, it would be awesome is if I brought Alexis to it. And so Alexis was my date. No, because if Tommy... No, no. <laughs> you, you're just... You're, you're you don't poking wanna, now. You're poking. You don't, wanna, you don't wanna put on a little show for everybody at Dave & Buster's? You're just gonna poke at Tommy. You, you can see he's wounded a little bit. He's a little baby bird with a broken wing. Now what? And you're, and you're flicking the wing. Since when are you the kind of guy to back off? I mean, Wonder Boy, you... You did probably the worst thing that could ever be done to a dude, and you still keep kicking at him. Why are you backing off of Tommy? Because you fear Tommy? No, I don't fear Tommy. No. I just, I, you respect Tommy. I respect Tommy, yes. As opposed to who? Um, 
Wonder Boy? Not, not the name I was thinking of. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> Cameron? No. Does it, does it piss you off in the least that you see Wonder Boy running around with a hot new little girlfriend and all? No, I'm I'm pretty happy for the guy, you know. He got hooked up with uh with a chick by uh our guy... buddy Mix Loco who yeah. brought us all the porno tapes. Yeah. Our, our good buddy Mix Loco. Yeah. Wouldn't that be horrible if that chick was some evil elaborate plan? Yeah, if there's another practical joke that Mix Loco and us came up with. Wouldn't that be like the seriously the worst thing ever? That'd be terrible. Hmm. Mm. 800-636-1067. You've got to think about it, though, man. Are we evil people? Because I, I, We piss everybody off. Because I look at Wonder Boy. I don't like seeing him happy. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Now that he's... Because he was... I like him better when he was a sad sack. Right, how, how many people have we pissed off on the station? It has to be us. I'm, 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 now that Tommy's pissed, too, you know, only person that doesn't get pissed at us, and every once in a while he will. Cameron. No, we did hurt Cameron's feelings. We've done time. it. Yeah, we've, we've pissed everybody off at least once. We goof, we kind of goofed on him kind of being a hanger-oner, which, yeah. which really was going too far. Yeah. And he was, I, I, But we were in the moment. We weren't really conscious of what we were saying, how hurtful it was. We've pissed off Ron and Fez before. Yep. Um, we've spooned Fidel. We lost all those people in the hideout. Hunani's got pissed before. Wow, what if it is us? <laughs> You're listening to some sort of weird therapy on the hideout right now where it's like, because I do, I look at somebody that's happy, like Wonder Boy running around with his new chick, which, by the way, it's find it so ironic that Mixed Loco, uh, that that's the kind of chick I've been screaming about I'd want to hook up with. And you hook her up with Wonder Boy as opposed to me? Well, the, I guess Mixed Loco isn't that happy with us right now anyway. Did he turn on us, too? Yeah. Because of what happened with the Wonder Boy? See, Mix Loco's pissed, too. Everybody. Everybody hates us. We still have Cheese Face, though. We had happy about that. We had Cheese Face. We got, you know, a couple other people in the hideout. Yeah. But, you know, that's been always the, the, the standard of the relationship of, with our friends. Yeah. It's, and that, that's why we, it takes a special person to, you know, really hang out with us for a long period of time. Because after a while... People get pissed, you know, like, oh, these guys are cool, fun guys. They bust on me a little bit, but, you know, it's fun. We hang out. And then after a while, it's like, all right, you're being a dick. Mm -hmm. All right, you're even being a bigger dick. All right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm done with I, it. I, I cash in. I mean, we had that problem in Lansing. Yeah. We lost our, you know, Shafee had gotten pissed at us a few times. Yeah. For stuff like that. Yeah. Our, I guess it is our, our problem. What do we do to correct that? 800-636-1067. Two zero two four three two one zero six seven. If you long or time, Tom, maybe Tommy would like to tell us how we could fix it. Longtime listeners of the Hideout. I mean, there are some people who've been with us since day one. You've listened to all of the mean things that we've done before. I mean, what is what is it that we could do to not be so dickish? Jump off a bridge. Are you? Do you seriously mean that? Because if we went off and did our uh, ourselves to Spalding Grayway, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd be upset. What did you say? Yeah, I'm bored. Now I'm ready to get rid of them. Because if you don't get the show, and that's the other thing, too, we don't take it very well. No. And when people start quipping back a little bit, you know. And we get angry. We get angry about it. We get pissed. Like, Wonder Boy, he really is our buddy. I consider him a buddy, but he's been a real dick 
the past week. Because of what happened? Because of you, you know, breaking out his window. I didn't break out any window. <laughs> what kind of joy do we get? <laughs> all, right, all right, maybe there's some real deep-seated issue that we have. It could be. But uh, he's been a dick. And now that he's being a dick, I'm, I'm like, dude, you know, you hated us before for a practical joke that was great for the show. Wait now. Wait till we really start being mean to you. Because you don't want to deal with the wrath. Because <laughs> we're mean when we're your buddy. But when we really don't like you... Actually, when, when I don't like you, I usually leave you alone. I'm like... Yeah, but we know there's something in our hearts that gets mean and sadistic. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. The worst thing you can do is become friends with Big Head, I think. <laughs> All right, man. That might, that might rip the a-hole back out of me. Um, let's see here. I got some people on the uh, the AOL for broadband, uh, instant messenger, people kicking in. Uh, we got Aloha saying, Bateman is effing nuts. Um, we also have here... People don't hate you guys. They just dislike you intensely. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess no one like, really lashes out of us that bad, but they just don't want to hang around with, it, with us anymore. And let's talk about it just for a second, though. Yes. Do we really need friends? To be perfectly honest, have you ever been the kind of person that needs a lot of friends? No, no, I don't need friends. I've always had a very close small knit of a uh, group of people that I know that I can get along with and as long as I have those comrades with me, and I really consider my good buds, you, Chafee of the Skank Shift, WRAF Detroit, left your buddy we were talking about earlier, and I consider Bateman one. And, and Cameron as well. Cameron, He's become one. Cameron is now in that list. Chris, welcome into the hideout. Hey, man. Uh, I wanted to say, basically, I've been listening to you guys for a couple weekends now, and... Um, Listen to all the shows on JFK, and I've never heard anyone that sounds like pretty much such a pussy. They, uh, he doesn't want to say anything about his life, and he wants to sit there and talk about everything else. Uh, you guys need to put the foot down on him. On my Bateman you're talking about? Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah, man. And that's the kind of show we do. It's, you know, it's reality radio for a sense. We put our lives out there. We've talked about me going through the separation. We talk about Dubs and his various things. And the fact that Tommy's going to hide something like that is a little disturbing to me. Well, it's not only disturbing. It actually sounds a little bit like uh, you guys have cornered him. And maybe uh, it's like, I don't know who said it earlier, but maybe it's a little bit of BS. That uh, <laughs> you think? And Matt Albert might uh, have a little something to hide. Whoa. No, I'm not going to go that far. You well, think? Tell, tell him to get on the air and tell him to talk about his girl and all. I mean, he won't. He won't do it. He's he, he's angry with us. And he won't come in. Chris is. Well, he sounds. He sounds like a little. Whoa! Don't that. We had to let you go. Yeah. yeah you, <laughs> but you did bring up an interesting point. Thou who doth protesteth too much, you know, maybe what if there is something seriously I, going on between Matt Albert and I Tommy? Don't, I, I don't think so. But here's the thing, Tommy and Matt Albert, we're going to say this now to you. If there is something going on, it's okay. We're very accepting in the hideout. We don't care about that kind of stuff. You're always going to be our bud, no matter of your, your race, your gender, your uh, sexual preference. The hideout is all-inclusive. And that kind of stuff does not does not matter to us. All right? So just just know that. 
it is, it's going to be all right, you know. If you do want to come out and say something, you know, you can always talk to us here. Yeah. We're understanding people. We're loving. We'll call you. I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> Could you imagine if those two came out to us? Could you? Okay, cool. Do you think? Do you think anybody would ever tell us something serious no. and confident? No. I mean, seriously. No, it's, it's very difficult to come up to us and say anything because right when like they say something that they're really hurting, you can tell on me because you've known me for a long time. I get this kind of look in my face, and I I want to laugh. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be respectful, and. People don't know me, think I'm just, you know, being normal, but you can tell. I get a look in my face. I, well, let, me give you two, let me give you two examples. Okay. okay. Remember when somebody broke into my house and was yeah. wearing my shirts? Yeah. And I called you? <laughs> yeah. And I was really scared for my life? Yeah. I, I called you and you laughed at me, not once, but two separate times over the phone when I was panicked. I, between, I, honestly, the, between the calls to 911? Honestly, when, you, when someone says, you know, they're rolling on the floor laughing, they're usually being a little exaggeratory. I was rolling everywhere. I was on the ground rolling, doing, you know, backflips, whatever I could do to stop myself from laughing so hard. And All right, so that's dubs. And I was really in a dire situation. I don't want to go through the whole thing again, but I was really, really upset. And I called Dubs because I needed some sort of friendship, something that helped, helped me get through it. And he laughed at me, not once, but twice, in between the calls to 911. All right? Just so you know, that's the kind of person we're dealing with. Secondly, there was a show, and in fact, it was when Shafee was here. And I think we can bring it up now. Yeah. Um, where Dubs had a really bad thing happen where he lost, he lost a pet. Mm -hmm. he, lost a, he lost his first cat. I had to put it to sleep. Had to put it to sleep. And... I could tell Dubs was really broken up about it. Dubs isn't a very loving kind of person, but this is one of the first things that he really loved. And you could see your eyes were bloated, looked like you'd been crying all day. It was one of those situations. And immediately, Shafee and I, after we say, dude, that sucks, we run back into the, um, the production room mm -hmm. looking for a sound effect. Mm -hmm. Looking for the cat sound effect. Yeah. So that we could do a whole bit about your cat dying. Yeah. And <laughs> now that's that's that's, that, but that, that's another respect that we have for each other. I heard you guys do, and I'm like, you know what? I'm really, I don't really feel comfortable with that right now. You know, let's let's skip that. And we did, yeah. And we did, yeah. But just know that's the kind of show and the kind of people that you're hanging out with on Saturday night. If you can't handle it, you know, then just sit back and listen to the show. As opposed to getting involved, like poor Alexis. I mean, you know, she went out and did a whole bit for the for the radio, and then we we kind of ambushed her a little bit with the. Uh... And she she really put herself out there for Tommy. I think mm -hmm. you know she kind of she kind of showed a little liking to him, and she kind of got I, I would say a little bit crushed today. I don't know if she is or isn't, but a little I, bit. It was like he kicked her in the teeth. Yeah, he said, "Come here, whore," tripped her, and just kicked her in the teeth. That's what Bateman did to her, one of our hideout friends. And that's why we can't keep any friends in the hideout. No. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. Do you feel like we've maybe crossed any lines? No, I, I actually think, you know, we explained ourselves very well, and hopefully Tommy understands where we're coming from. It's the hideout.
Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. I'm your host, Oddball, while Hefe and J-Dubs are on vacation. They'll be back Monday. And we're going to continue with the Tommy Bateman Show. In this particular segment, uh, it's about one week later, and Tommy, after claiming he has this girlfriend, he actually brought her into the studio. But the guys don't believe him. They grill her and Tommy to find out if they're really together. So the question is, is Tommy a liar? Did he go through extreme measures to keep his lie going? Or does he really have a hot chick? It's another classic segment from the old Saturday Night Show on 106.7 WJFK. Previously on El Jefe's Hot House. Okay, I hate you guys for this, but I've actually been dating someone for the past month and a half. What? How do you hide that from us? No, 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 seriously, you got a girlfriend. Yeah, actually, I don't have any pictures of her. No, how can... What is this, like a Fez Wally kind of thing when she's in Canada? You know, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I bet this chick doesn't exist. I, I, I think for how mad he is, she exists. Would you put it past Tommy to make this chick up? I, I don't think he's making it up. I, I have a gut feeling he's not making this up. I don't want. I did bring it up for a reason because I knew obviously you guys are going to bring it up on the air, which is something I didn't want. We got to bring the skank in studio. <laughs> Just drop the bombshell. Yeah. That he's got a chick. Why is this such an uncomfortable topic? Man? Obviously, I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't know he had I'm pissed at him that he has a girlfriend. I mean, we're all supposed to know each other. How have you been hiding a girlfriend for a month and a half? Obviously, I didn't want to bring it up. We have an understanding. You know, if, if we really don't want something brought up, we bring it up to the person before we go on the air. Well, that's real great for you guys. Where you going, dude? So here's the situation, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what's going on in the hideout. We were all here, New Year's Eve, like I said, the three of us, and Bateman was here. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you do kiss the significant other, usually. Did you kiss your chick as soon as you got home, uh, Dubs, after that show? Yeah, I gave her a kiss. Yeah, because that's what you do, you know? Being the separated dude that I am, I didn't have anybody to kiss, so maybe that's part of it. But I, at the same time, too, kind of bonded with our producer Bateman over the holidays. He said he didn't have anybody to spend Christmas with. Oh, wow. He said he didn't have anybody to spend New Year's with. And, and this fits in the month and a half uh, uh, time frame. Time, time frame that he said he didn't have, that he's been saying he hasn't had a girlfriend, but he actually has. Last week during a heated discussion with uh, our hideout correspondent Alexis, um, as you probably heard from the commercial going in, we've played it a couple times already. Bateman drops the bombshell that he has a girlfriend. Not only does he have a girlfriend, he's had her for a month and a half. And this is one of those things where, okay, maybe you don't have to know everything about your coworker. No, you don't. But I thought we were friends. And it's one of those situations where if you're with a buddy and a friend and someone you really feel close to, someone you chat on the phone with two or three times a week, someone you come in here and do this kind of show with, you feel like your friends this isn't like the show friends like she's not monica and you aren't ross we don't need to know that he, she's dating chandler all right i i know that there's a lot of people out there that watch friends and get that analogy continue i'm completely lost i have no idea what the hell you're saying <laughs> i don't know what that is I, I know i know you're a friends guy but going back to bateman for a second his chick is here this is something i've been looking forward to i don't know if anyone else is going to be excited but we've never seen her before and because the thing about Bateman, as I explained it to you real, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that he's such a sad sack. He's one of those guys where nothing ever works out. He never has anybody. He's so lonely. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He has dreams about ex-girlfriends. You know what pisses me off the most? He proved our theory wrong. Well, allegedly proved our theory wrong that 
he is such an uptight bastard because he doesn't get laid. Yeah, because he's angry. Anybody who listens to the show, he knows that he comes in here, he's yelling stuff. He hates women. And so now I'm wondering, is that all an act? What's, let's just bring her in. Yeah. Uh, Bateman, bring your chick in. As we step into the studio. But normally when people listen to the anger and frustration of my voice, that comes from somebody who hasn't been laid in a very long time. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. I don't think so. No way. Jesus Christ. Look at him. No, Tommy, are you going to get mad during the segment? What? Are you going to get mad during the segment? Depends what you ask. Will you stand up for a uh, second? Can I, a can I ask where she dances? Will that make you mad? <laughs> Just stand up for a second. Sure. She towers over him. <laughs> she has to be two feet taller than he is. He didn't want me to wear these shoes tonight, but... um. Wow. I shouldn't find anything that went with this skirt. Go ahead and put those headphones on. Produce. She's your girlfriend. At least you can produce for her. How's your ex-wife? <laughs> See? And that's what that... that Now that starts. There, there's absolutely no way. No. No freaking way. You got to prove it. Hold on. Well, hold I, on. I mean, I, I just want proof. I, I mean, I know I'm going to go answer phones and all that, but... I mean, Bye. this She's escort quality, and I'm wondering how much right. payment paid. <laughs> <I'm surprised. laughs> That's here. I mean, that's not an insult. I mean, I, I don't mean that as an insult, but you are uh, are just smoking hot, and there is no way, knowing this little creep for last what six months, there's no way. All right, hold on. How much did he have? To I got a whole thing. I got a whole thing. Go answer phones. People already want to know if you want to stump. Because like now, I, there's no way. I look at this chick. Right, let me describe her. And get me an apple pie while you're out there. Let me describe what she looks like. <laughs> Christ, I'll make sure you talk right on top of the microphone. All right. Okay. Sit down. Okay. All right. Yeah, you, you, no, yeah, go ahead and sit. Okay. Sit next to me. She's, all right, first of all, you got to describe what she's... All right, how, what do we start with what she looks like? Blonde hair. Blonde hair. I can't even look at her. She's how, hot. How tall are you? Uh, about 5'6". Five, 5'6". Six. Five, six. That means you're like 5'2", Bateman. I knew you weren't a tall dude, but she towers over you. Four or five inches. Make a cute couple. All right, hold on. And so here's the thing. All right, so she is... It's like she's taking a Special Olympics kid around. <laughs> as you look... Has seen your girlfriend do that over the weekend with while skiing? So here we are. <laughs> here we are. With yeah, she likes this humor. Um, who would you say she looks like? As I look at her, I want to say, like, maybe a younger... Um, a younger... The chick, we were just talking about friends. The, uh, the, the, the crazy one, Phoebe. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's got to be a better. But there's got to be a better one. But anyway, but that's like when she was like 20. All right, how old are you? First of all, I am 23. 23. Type yes. Who would you say you look like? Has do people ever tell you you look like anybody in particular? Uh, I've been told Sharon Stone before. Okay, I can see you got the longer hair though. You got the skirt on. She's got. She's got a schoolgirl skirt on that maybe comes up to her like mid thigh. She <laughs> she dressed apart. What kind of shoes are you wearing? Let me see. Uh, I am wearing platforms, uh, Skechers, clog style. Tommy, why don't you try that? <laughs> yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you, what you need to do is wear flip-flops and let him put on the uh, the heels. <laughs> She's got like a long... How much do you get hit on? I can't even talk because I'm not used to being in the presence of such a hot chick. Um... I, get, I would say quite a bit. I work in a car dealership, so I get a lot of the old sleazy now, men. Do you sell the cars? No, I am actually a service advisor. For, you service them? Okay. <laughs> I, no, I do not actually service the cars. I'm, uh, I'm the upfront person dealing with the customer 
And uh, that's always the way. Any of these car dealerships, they always have a hot chick up front. And the the, the look that Bateman shot Dubs. Yeah. It's radio, but it was priceless when Dubs <laughs> said that. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't believe it for a second, but I want to ask. I got some questions here. Okay. And you know, I want to prove or make sure that you guys really are together. Okay. All right. How did you guys meet? We have actually known each other since high school. Uh, kind of funny story. Uh, <laughs> we're actually neighbors at one point. Yeah, we were we were neighbors uh, for a couple Girl years. Girl next door. When we were in high school. Yeah, it was funny though because uh, I never actually ever went to her house when she was my neighbor though. I mean, what were you like? What, you're 18, and so what? You were like 16 or something. Now, Bateman, be honest. I, Did you ever peer through a window? No, actually, I didn't. Did you ever try to? Did you ever see if you could sneak a peek in the bathroom? No, I should have though. <laughs> I would have. What's your name? Do we even know your name? Or My name's Ashley. Okay, you're going by Ashley. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So you knew Bateman in high school then? Yes, we knew each other in high school. He was actually uh, dating somebody else in high school for quite a while. Now, so. how, what was he like in high school? Was he, was he cool? Because I don't know if you know this, but not only was I voted most talented at my high school, I was also voted, voted Mr. South Grand Prairie High School. <laughs> I was a varsity catcher. I was an all-star lead actor. I was dating the prom queen, that kind of stuff. Was well, he the catching hasn't changed. <laughs> was he as cool as me? How, when is that joke going to get old, by the Never, way? never. I, I still chuckle. I'm the one telling it. Was he as cool? Uh, was he cool at high school? Because right now he seems yeah. like a dud sad sack. No, I mean, he's always been cool. Definitely. Did, did he date a lot of chicks? Uh, he was pretty steady with one girl throughout high school. Unfortunately. Uh, but me and him did hook up once. What? At a high school party, yes. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right, well, tell me the story real quick. Okay. Um, In your face. Everyone is calling me a liar last week. <laughs> F you. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. All right, now I got, I wanna, I'm going to talk about the sex. i got to ask about the sex. But first, when you hooked up, like, just kissing hooked up at the high school party or what? Um, a little under the shirt, kissing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> With her? No way. Uh, he barely reaches your boobs whenever you're standing up. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, he didn't talk to me after that. You blew her off, huh? Totally blew me you off. You blew that chick, that hot chick off in high school? It paid off in the end. So I, I thought he was a total jerk for years. And uh, we ran into each other again at one of... Todd's shows. Rev um, 9. Oh, Rev 9? Okay. Yeah. Are those guys going to come in? Uh, I don't know. I guess so. See, look at that. He's even touching her. Uh, I just I want to pose the first challenge to make sure this is legit. Okay. Do you have a pen and paper over there? Will you get out of now, here? Now, Bateman, turn around. Bateman, shut up and turn around. I want her to write down the ghost name at that first party. And I want Bateman to be able to uh, guess it. Right, well, what? Uh, this, out of I don't here. believe a word Bateman's saying. He's picked this chick up somewhere. When did, when did you become a moral fan to slow the show down? Excuse me? God. All right, hold on. Excuse me? Hold on. Whoa, wait, whoa. What did you just say, Bateman? Bateman, do I need to take you outside and whip you like a bastard stepchild? I'd like to see you try. All right, Bateman, hold, hold on. Place your damn weight. I don't want to embarrass you in front of your chick. Hey, hold on a sec. All right, just give us a second, Punani. We will, I like your challenge, and we'll do your challenge. Just hold on a sec. I got a couple of things that I want them to do to prove their love to each other. But first and foremost, and that's a good one. I like that one. That's good. Um... I want to talk a little bit more about the history of you guys and a little bit more about Bateman. Did he hate women in high school, too? Did he have issues with women? And cause you, I don't know if you've, do you listen to the show. Have you heard the show at all? Uh, no, not, I tell not, you not, to listen. not too much of it. Um, 
I, I'm pretty busy. I have a crazy schedule, so I haven't had the opportunity to listen to the show too much. I don't want to make these jokes because Tommy's going to say it. Screw them. I don't even know if this is real or not. Okay. You you unleash your fury. She seems like a cold chick, and she seems like she's going to be okay with it. Yeah, I think, I think she can handle it, Tommy. You don't have to give me those looks. So you don't care that he spins, like, every Saturday night here with you instead of being hanging out with you or whatever? No. I mean, we totally have a cool relationship. I understand he has his life. I have my life. And um, I let him do his thing. I... We see each other enough. I, when? So when do you guys hang out? He's then? always he's always on the instant messenger with me at night, so he can't be hanging out with you at night. You're working during the day. We what, can't she can't be over at my house? While you're on instant messenger? Why would you be on instant messenger? I don't have to be on every single time. Oh, baby. Oh. <laughs> well, you're chatting with Matt Albert, and she's like giving <laughs> something. Come on, whatever. You're such a liar. All right, whatever. Now, the whole thing about Bateman is that he has this like persona on the air that he's created where he hates women. And I don't know if this is true or not. How does he treat you in the relationship? Is he is he nice? Is he cordial? Does he open doors? Things like that? He is, is he the so bottom? <laughs> Do you put the uh, the sex toy on and bend him over? How does it work exactly? Wow, this show is so funny. How does it? Can't wait work? for five days a week. <laughs> How does what in particular work? I mean, is he nice to you first and foremost? Yeah. Um. He's definitely nice to me. He takes me out to dinner. He's always paying, opens doors for me, definitely. My only complaint, I would have to say, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> if Punani yells too short in the background. Is that he does ignore me. He has a little that, bit. He has that issue with us, too. Why would I mean, he... how does he ignore you? Like, give us an instance where that happens. Um, I'll be at his house, and like you said, he'll be on the computer. And uh, oh, wow. I'll be like, hey, I'm over here. Come hang out with me. Now, does but it... Matt's over here. <laughs> but Matt's over here. Hey, I'm not the one that went to Matt Albert's house. Matt, ha, ha, ha. He said, LOL. Does he do, do like, LOL, speak with you and ROL? I think it's like... R wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. Let me ask, because I don't even know if this is real or not. All right? Hey, my mom knows him. Can we call your mom? We no. Can call her. No, no, she, no, no. She Why are you being uptight? She's no. She's known him since high school. I mean, he he was my neighbor. Uh, you say you, uh, this is getting too personal. Wait a second. Hold on a second. You say that you go over to his house. Mm-hmm. All right. He actually lives right down the street from me. Still now. Mm-hmm. So do you like playing with his dog? Yes, the beagle. Is that the dog you're referring to? I thought it was a chow. Boston. Whatever. What is it? What's our? Right, hold on, hold on. All right, what's the dog's name? Come on, it's a simple question. You've been with him a month and a half. He loves that dog more than he loves his show. What's the dog's name? We should probably be doing. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What's the dog's name? Roxy. All right, it's Roxy. All right. She got it right. I don't know if he slipped her a note or something. No, no, it took me a second. I'm sorry. What are the uh, first three digits of his phone number other than 703? God damn. If they're neighbors, they'd know. You think you know? Oh, yeah, they live in the same subdivision neighborhood. All right, let's try uh, Punani's thing then real quick. Punani, uh, Punani had a question. You guys, you, you met at the that host party. What just You write down the last name of the host, uh, whose party it was, and without with Tommy turning around and not looking. No, this is, this is only remember that's, high school. That's okay. That's not what we met. I mean, that was I, just, I, a, that was just the place. Mean, that was the... I mean, do you have anything else that, that, that well, we could uh, test them with, Doug, yeah, to make sure that they're really... 
Because I'll be honest, she is beautiful. I mean, Sharon Stone doesn't do you justice because you're younger, you're taller. She's the long blonde hair, the long legs. She's like five six. She's got a little school girl outfit on. Bateman's running around in his little uh, t-shirt thingy and his sweatpants. By the way, do you ever take him places? I mean, how does he get along with your friends? And do you have any friends available for a radio show host? Oh, <laughs> my friends have known uh, have known him for years too. Yeah, he totally gets along with my friends. Do you guys ever chat on the IM, or does he uh, block you so he can talk to uh, Matt Albert? We actually do not chat on the IM. No. So how do you how do you guys ever converse? I don't have a computer, so over the phone. All right, Dubs. All right, let's see. I want to see how awkward it is. Hit the music. I want you guys, if you really are together. I want you guys to dance with each other. Just do a little slow dance real quick. The two of you. Wow, that's hard to fake. Uh, uh, you want to dance? I want to see some fun. Come on, baby. Hold on. Let's let them dance first. We can we can tell. <laughs> Look how awkward it is. They don't even know each other. They're getting together, and it's like, <laughs> she is so hot. Are you wearing any panties? No comment. <laughs> hey, Grab her ass if you're with her. Holy Christ, he's grabbing her ass. He got a... He got a stanky finger. How's your knuckle smell? Can I smell your knuckle? I'm sure it's fine. You look beautiful. All right. I, I can't think of anything. Would you kiss him? Kiss him here on the air. Kiss him. Come on. Come on. Okay, we're fine. Okay, come here. All right, I'm done. He's got a chick. Jesus Christ. Jesus effing Christ. I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm just beat. I'm shocked. I'm speechless. I honestly believe this was some sort of a ruse. This was some sort of a, hey, get off my back. I'm not a homo. <laughs> you know, I'm not gay. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Despite what I say. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. How, what kind of a lover is he? Is he a caring lover? He is an excellent lover. Is it, uh, does he cry? Is he passionate? Is he crying? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Does yeah. it, is it like uh, with Ted Bundy where, where he's like, can you not breathe, please? Act like you're dead. <laughs> Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. God, you take a lot of abuse here. Yeah. <laughs> this is why he doesn't want you to listen to the show. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. There it is. They're together. Congratulate. Hopefully, you know, you know, at some point you um, can hook me up with your friends. Let's do some sort of double dating. All of us going out with each other. I definitely have some hot friends. Single. Where do you meet chicks like you? Do you have to go to these concerts and these bands and stuff to uh, to meet? I mean, I knew you guys knew each other in high school, but I mean, come on. Where do you meet, ch meet chicks like me? Yeah, just hot chicks. Where do you go? Hang around me. I don't know. Hang, Yeah, hang around me. All right. Well, there it is. <laughs> uh, would you uh, email him a lot? I am him a lot. Anything uh, no, else? She doesn't. No, I don't have a computer. Jesus so. Christ. And I don't have access to one, really, at the moment, so... All right. Well, fair enough. There it is. We've met her. Mrs. Bateman. Here I am. <laughs> oh, do you see anything for the future for you guys or anything like that? I mean, she looks at him longingly. I mean, she looks at him. Has he ever threatened your kneecaps? Has he ever threatened um, to cut you? 
<laughs> he no, grabs not her. That, not that I can remember. He seems so, so awkward around her. Shut too. up. You know what? You know, I, I think nervous. it's yeah. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, come here, honey. Come here. Being interrogated on the air. God damn. You um, you let him finish anywhere? <laughs> Where, oh, where's the favorite spot? Where, where's the target? We should probably be going there. <laughs> favorite spot? For him to finish. Um, Does he, uh, what? Next question. Favorite position. <laughs> All right, well, it's nice to meet you. Again, Ashley? Yeah, Ashley. Great Stop in. We should hang out now. We're all, Dub says I don't think that's a good idea. Bateman has a chick. <laughs> I'm looking for a chick. We're all doing this. Dubs, come on, man. You, you you got any reaction? I mean, what do you think of this, dude? I I'm on the I'm on the fence right now. I keep on believing and not believing because a lot of times it looks unnatural. Them two together. But, Bateman, but I think I think that he's just nervous. Bateman has never been the kind of guy that's been natural around uh, any of us, much less a chick, much less a hot. Is is he like that normally? Does he not, you know, um, does he have issues like going out in public and stuff? No. I mean, it, it did take a little while for him to get comfortable around me, but... Um, Dubby's a fag. Dubby's you know, a virgin. I'm nervous right now. But... <laughs> what? What are you going to say, Dubs? I can't remember. What did you want for Nani? I, I mean, I, I have to admit, I mean, this is the kind of chick that... If I didn't know Bateman kind of the way I do, this is the kind of gal that I would expect him to get. A hot-looking chick. Tommy's a good-looking guy. He's just short like me. But he's practically a male model. That's but, what he says. But the thing is, is that his, his attitude is just such crap. He's angry all the time that, I mean, she's obviously too sweet a girl for him. I, the personality doesn't mix. The, I funny wish thing I is, the funny thing is, Tommy's a part of the show, and he... He is backing off the questions more than she is. I think if we had her alone in the studio, she'd be answering more questions. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Why not? It's not going to happen. Why, why does your chick come in and answer some questions then? She don't need to. That is true. His is the first. I, I wasn't hiding in. her. Yeah, that's true. What? Hey, Sorry. Wait don't... a second. Let me ask you this. Why do you think he was hiding you from us, other than what you've seen on the air here a second ago? Does she need to explain anymore? It wasn't so much he was hiding me from you guys. I kind of didn't want him to talk about it on air. And uh, yeah. well, I mean, it, talking on air and hiding it from us are two different things. Do you th could you not trust us, Bateman, that we're the kind of guys where you don't want us to, uh, you couldn't tell us a secret and you just think we're going to go blab it and stuff? Okay, he's not too stupid. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. All right. There it is. That's, that's it. I'm tapped out, man. They kissed. They danced. And they, they tongued. I, I I don't care. I mean, maybe she paid. Maybe he paid her. How much? How much does it cost for a chick like you? How much? How dare you? If I were to take, like, how if much I, does it cost? I mean, what is? <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not, I'm not saying that. her, but her quality. That's four hundred bucks. Where did you get four hundred dollars, Bateman? I'm, but I'm just saying. I mean, that's the kind of quality gal she is, and I mean, I know there are guys. That seems pretty low. That is. I mean, that's low end. But yeah, I mean, the guys out true. there who have done escort services, they'll know what I'm talking about. And between it's range two to uh, two to three. Which is 400 to 800, and that's what Charles is. <laughs> Listen to this guy. He's giving quotes. This is a JFK infomercial for prostitutes. Hey, that's, that's not a bad idea. They could probably sell that. There's a credit card. Throw $400 on there. Yeah. Gold card. Me, Dubs, and Funani. All of us upstairs. Finishing it anywhere. With your credit, I don't think it'll go through. All right, that's $20. Well, there she is, Mrs. Bateman, Ashley Bateman from now on. Okay. Hey, seriously, how long do you see you see it to you together? Um, everything's going so well now. I mean, I can't say. Have you ever well, have you ever thought term, have you ever thought you might marry Tommy Bateman? All right, well, they've all I mean, they've been together for a little while, but that's a fair question. Sometimes you know. This. 
Sometimes you know. It's too early to say. Does he come over to your house a lot? Yeah, he does. Does anybody have a pen? Dubs, pass me a pen real quick. I need a pen. What are you doing? All right, here. I'm going to write this down. This is my cell phone number. <laughs> I want you to call, call... Collect. I want you to call me mm-hmm. the moment he leaves you. Because I honestly believe, and you saw Dubs, I handed it to her. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. I think all of that's going to eventually come out. I'm single. You're going to be single soon. He's a notorious oh. cheater. I'll tell you that what? as well. <laughs> Such a liar. <laughs> notorious. Talk later. He used to tell me about In fact, shut up. In fact, I'll tell you this. I mean, there were times when we're on the air Christmas and during uh, New Year's, where he's like, dude, I had this, trick, this dream about this ex-girlfriend, and I called her and told her not to listen to the show, but I wanted her to listen to the show. I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's hear some tape then. We got the tape back on the goddamn call screen. Whatever. Hmm. Why are you trying to start stuff? <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. That didn't really happen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Use that number. Okay? Use that number. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the tape and call me. I'll put it on the same CD. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming yeah, in. Nice great to, meeting you guys. Nice to meet you, Ashley. Nice to meet you, too. Taking a break. We're coming back. This is The Hideout. Welcome back into the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. I'm your host, Oddball, uh, hosting the show while Hefe and J-Dubs are on vacation. They'll be back next Monday. Up next, we're going to play the Can You Top This game. What's the meanest thing you've ever said or done to a significant other? Well, in this segment, Dubs proves he's a real bastard. And then the listeners call in trying to top Dubs by telling the meanest thing they've said or done to a significant other. Let's listen in on 106.7 WJFK. I like doing this. Who's to say this couldn't be done? Who's to say I we couldn't maybe flip the switch here in Dallas? I, I do the show here. You do it in D.C. Do a simulcast. Uh, well, back can can I go home, too? And, All right. And, you know, D.C. can still hear the show, but let me go home. Yeah, then, uh, you'll be in uh, Detroit. Okay, okay. I'll be in Dallas at KLLI. Then we'll have Tommy and Sideshow run the board uh, at JFK. I That's like the that. dream. That really is the dream. Um, sorry about that. No I'm trying some Red Bull. I'm trying to. I, I'm so. I've been. I'm such a drunken, sleep-deprived binge I, in the last I, in the I, last 24 hours. You know, I usually drink Red Bull during the show too, but today I tried the uh, Sobe No Fear. How was that? It's pretty good. Um, hmm. It's uh, what is it? It's a super energy supplement. It says double down, sobeynofear.com. Uh, is it still I'm, giving you the good high? Yeah, it, and it's a huge can. Like, you know, like the uh, the Red Bulls are really small. And it's probably sound like a commercial for them, but I'm, I swear I'm getting no money for it. It's 16 good. fluid ounces <laughs> of, uh, hey, speaking of, that, of taurine, creatine, uh, arginine. And other power components. <laughs> You're so retarded. I'm loving the Sobe. No fear. Sobe. Sobe. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Sobe. Sobe yourself. Did Dubs get another sponsorship while I was out of town? No. Did I miss out on this? No, but remember I used to have to do the tags for the Sobe commercials back at our old station? Hey, speak. I think I remember the tag. 
What was that? So uh, be, so be yourself. Yeah, but there's a whole thing. Uh, life's short, so take action or something like that. Taste the... I can't remember the thing, but it did end with, so be, so be yourself. Speaking of 16 fluid ounces, we're still <laughs> looking for women to play the, the prevent prostate cancer game. So, if you want it, you don't even have to call now. You can do it on the AOL for broadband instant messenger. Tommy, does Rob, does Rob want to play the game? Is that what it says up there? Oh, jeez. If, if he's a queen, why not? That would be great. All right, gay men can play the game, too. I'm okay with that. Uh, hey, Tommy's uh, so, there? No, he wants to play like if we're, if we're doing something for the uh, Sopranos Pies pack. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we do have to do the Sopranos Pies pack. Well, actually, Thank you, so Tommy. Dub, Dubs, check this out, man. So I'm driving on I-35. And uh, it just brings back memories as I'm driving along, checking out the skyline of beautiful Dallas, Texas. And as I'm driving, I'm remembering the times that I had my Jeep and my various women that I would uh, mack on and take out, you know, when I was a real stone-cold pimp. And I remember this one time, it was, like, really awkward because we just had a great night. And then for some reason, you know how it is. It's like one thing sets you off. It doesn't matter if you're tired or something's been irking you or whatever. And my chick is, like, all over me. I think, you know what it was? This is what it was. I had a Jeep, and I always loved in the, in the, in the spring and in the wintertime, or I mean in the spring and the summertime, riding with everything off. Uh, including the doors. So basically, you know, it's like one of those army jeeps that you're driving around in, but you're driving around in heavy traffic. And at night, occasionally it can get cold, but a lot of times women hated being in my jeep. They liked it, and they liked the idea of a jeep, but they never liked to go out in the jeep. It was a 93 Jeep, black jeep Wrangler. It was all chromed out. I'm serious, man. I was a stone-cold pimp. So, but with this thing, the girls would always get upset because it would always mess up their hair. And they'd look windblown every time we'd go to wherever we're going as we're driving through the city. I would say, don't worry, I'm going to mess up both hair cells next. Don't worry about that. Right. And so you know, she, would get, she would get mad. <laughs> Ride the lap mullet. Um, <laughs> she would get mad. <laughs> <laughs> because I refused to put the top on. I'm like, look, we have a Jeep for a reason. I have a Jeep for a reason. And it's not about you and your hairstyle. It's about us enjoying the outdoors. And so we got into this whole fight. And eventually it got to the point where I was like, if I were OJ, you'd be dead right now. It's true. And she got so pissed. And she was like, well, you know, she started getting attitude and how dare you and is this a physical threat of my being? And, you know, what do you, and this is before I was a feminist, by the way. I would never say that to a woman now, ladies. But, you know, she got just really, really upset. And it was just so funny, you know, driving around, like, you know, thinking of memories and stuff like that. Just somehow, like, a highway or something can trigger that. And I was like, you know, we were talking about some of the worst stuff that you've ever done. That may have been the worst thing I've ever said to a chick, because you really don't want to threaten physical violence <laughs> like OJ. You know I, what I mean? I, I think I can up you on this one. Um, All right. Right after high school, I had this uh, this chick, and she, uh, all right, this is bad. She she had these, like, cramps and pains in her area, mm -hmm. and so she was like, I don't even know what's wrong with me. And, you know, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, you, you, it took a beating in high school. <laughs> kind of alluding 
<laughs> alluding to her being a slut, which she wasn't. I was just trying to make a joke, but she took it completely the wrong way. I mean, Wait a second. How can you take that the wrong way? That is maybe the worst thing you could ever say to a chick. Well... I, I didn't mean for it to be mean or, uh, you know, just... I, I mean for it to be mean, you know? I, I just wanted to make a joke, make everybody laugh, have a good time. I, I, first of all, women are super sensitive to stuff like that. Yeah, you well, I know that now. Because I had said something sim similar to that, too, where I was like... You know, whatever, you were a whore before you met me. You know, <laughs> what's your problem? But for her to say she's got some female issues, and for you to comfort comfort her with the line, well, it took a beating in high school. How do you how do you do that? How is it anywhere in your thought process that this is the correct thing for you to say? See, the thing is, and I used to be a lot worse with this, and I'm pretty bad with it now, I speak before I think. A lot of times, I will not think it through. And if I, if someone pops in my head and I, and I think, "Hey, I would laugh at that," <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I just blurt it out. Even though, don't you realize that you have a demented sense of humor, though? Yeah, I know. But you know, for anybody that would, I, uh, you know, be with me in any intimate way, I would think could uh, share my beliefs. All right, this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna give out the Soprano Prize Pack. I want to see if somebody can top dubs. I want to see if there's anybody out there, women included, who have taken that next step, gone to that next level of saying something as mean as Dubs has before. You know who would be perfect for this segment is a Spoon. Yeah. Spoon didn't give a damn. Remember, what, what did he say to his uh, one chick when we were... <laughs> like, he, he used to tell her she has to lose weight, and she was a really thin girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he used to tell her all kinds of crazy stuff. This is for the Soprano uh, Sopranos Prize Pack. If you can top dubs telling his chick who had female problems, hey, it's because it took a beating in high school. God damn, dude. It, it, it was that's, a, that's pretty hardcore. It was pretty rough. Uh, Rob, do you have one? Yeah, first I want to say thanks, Tommy, for the save on that. Um, <laughs> but I also want to vote for uh, El Jefe in the uh, little contest you guys are having. He's definitely going to win, hands down. Or, I think uh, prostate cancer. Or hands yeah. up, hands to the side, doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, well, I told a chick once that she was one of those chicks in the bar that's loud. Tommy, I can't uh, answer that right now. you gotta, you got to just take the calls, man, or come in. What's that? No, I'm not talking to you. Oh, all right. So anyway, I said to her, so who hit you with that ugly stick? <laughs> you really told the chick who hit you with the ugly stick? Yeah, because she's one of those real annoying ones that never shuts up and just wah, 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 and nobody wants to touch her. But she just wah, 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 in everybody's face. Would you just get out of my face? Who hit you with the ugly stick? <laughs> all right, Rob, if I, if I, we don't get anyone better, uh, keep on listening. That's good. Well, it's pretty good, but you know we gotta take more calls. And uh, everybody who uh, who uh, makes it, just keep on listening. We'll announce the winner and call back. Shout out to NCICB. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's going on, man? What's up, bro? Uh, I got one for you. Okay. All right. Uh, one time we were driving down the uh, 95, actually, and I got a Jeep Wrangler myself. And uh, the girl was complaining about the same thing with the wind blowing, messing up her hair. So I pulled over and let her put up the top. 
And she kept bitching about it after we put it up that I pulled over and left her on the side of the road. <laughs> I, that's, that's not really that's, anything you said to her. That's not saying anything? That's pretty hardcore. I, I, I let her on, but I really didn't give her a big beating in the words of talk. She just pissed me off enough to point to I left her on the road. Now, now how far from anything did you leave her? Like, how, how how hard would it have been for her to find a ride home from where you left her? <laughs> All right, well, I'll give you an idea. You know when you're going now 95 heading south, right outside Fredericksburg? Yeah. I would say probably about 20 miles that south oh, from Fredericksburg. So uh, you're going... You're in first place You're in right first now. place, Rob. <laughs> I mean, Eric. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. Wow, man. All right. Now, he didn't say anything. Maybe we should change this to the meanest thing you've ever done to your significant other. Dubs, you said something that's really mean. That guy left somebody on the side of the road. That's taking it to a whole nother level. Again, for a Sopranos prize pack. All right. We have uh, actually a girl that wants to take a part in this. Kathleen. Kathleen, you're in the hideout. Kathleen? Hooker. <laughs> she was a whore. So now, what, what was that? Did, how did you make up with this chick? Did you have to do anything specifically to like make good, or was that the end of the relationship? You know what? That was basically the end of it. I mean, we stuck together for probably a month longer, but I think that was uh, the beginning of the slippery slope to uh, breaking up with her. She. Uh, she was very, very uh, snappy towards anything I said to her anymore, any little joke, even if it wasn't like a real mean one. She would still, you know, take everything a lot worse than she would have before I said that. So. And you got to think, too, that this isn't going to be the kind of person that you want to spend any extended, any extended period of time with if you're actually having a serious medical issue, and the best that they can come up with is, well, it was your fault because you were such a whore in high school. And you deserve it. No, and that's I, what you get, you skank slot. I did not mean it like that, though. I just meant to make a joke. I, it's not like I believed that she was a whore, you know? It was... Well, let's be honest. <laughs> if that was happening, is no? No, she wasn't a whore, you know? I was just making a little bit of a joke. She, it wasn't like she had a whole hell of a lot of partners before me, you know? It was just a joke, you know? And she, she made fun of me for being a man whore all the time when I'm clearly not. I'm a very fine, upstanding person. Is there anything that you, anything worse that you could say to a woman besides calling her a whore? I mean, is that, is that the worst that it can get? I think that is uh, pretty close to one of the worst things you can do. Really. Jay, Jay, you're in the hideout. Yeah, hey, listen. This is not like I did it to a girl, but I did this to a buddy of mine. I had just spent the night doing his girl and then my car broke down on the way home I called him up and I had him pick me up after doing her uh, that's pretty hardcore <laughs> these people who are the degenerates that listen to the hideout I think we're finding I, out right now what this, do you this, think, is a very, this is a very telling thing about the listeners um, I don't know I'm going to leave this on you because I, I, I'm too mean to uh, really, to really well, let me award add, this. Let me ask more of the situation then. So you ended up having sex with your best friend's uh, girl. Hey, is, Tommy, are you related to Tommy at all? Uh, <laughs> and, so, and so then your car breaks down there. Did he think you were just hanging out? Was this something that you guys were doing on the down low? And then he ends up finding out as you call him for him to pick you up? Well, he found out later, but I had been known to hang out with his girl from time to time. How, did you not have anybody else you could call? Not at that hour. 
You only got what you got your old standby, somebody that can pick you up and also give you a hoarder bang. You know what, Dubs? I like this one, but it's not like leaving your chick on the side of the road. Yeah, it's not really in the spirit of the game because he didn't really do it to like a chick. Well, I just wanted to bring some more entertainment to the hideout. I love you guys. I've been listening for a few weeks now. Thank you very much. Good enough. Thank you very much, Jay. Appreciate it. Again, talking about Dubs and uh, a girlfriend that he had after high school. And then it, it, this all coming back from me as I'm broadcasting live from Dallas as I'm back home driving around looking at all these, you know, looking at the skyline, looking at my old, you know, high school, South Grand Prairie High School, just bringing back memories of not only hanging out with buddies but, like, ex-girlfriends and things that you did to previous significant others that were really hardcore and mean. John, John, you're in the hideout. Hey, Hefe and Dubs. What's up, bro? How you guys doing? Not bad. Uh, one time, me and one of my exes, we went hiking on this mountain in uh, Pennsylvania. It was a real obvious trail, tourist trail. Well, I took us the wrong way by mistake. And uh, she was bitching and bitching, you know, blaming me for getting us lost on purpose, she was saying. So I just, I just split, man. I just took off and went off on my own. And the, the trail was gone. There really was no trail, but... I made it to the bottom. I made it to the parking lot to the truck. She got lost up there. Did she die? She didn't die. I waited at. She had the keys on her. I waited at that truck for like two hours. Yeah. Some woman I don't even know came wheeling up in a truck. She got out of the truck. <laughs> so that's where you made the mistake, man. You let her hold on to the exactly. keys. And the lady says to me, "Now don't be mad. She got lost. She needs your help right now." Now, how did you play it? Did you play it like you just left her ass there, or did you play it like, oh, my gosh, we got separated. I'm so glad you're okay. At first, I didn't care, but then I worried because if she was dead, I would have got busted. Well, you wouldn't have killed her. She would have died on her own. Yeah. I don't know, like... man. You know, it's rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm thinking there's going to be some sort of, of price there. But uh, how did you play it with her, though? Did she know that you oh, no, purposely I was, left I, her? Oh, my God, you know, the hug, the kiss, thank God. You're <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do without you. Yeah, I missed you so much. Go home. <laughs> All right, Dubs, this is taking it. Now we have we're, to decide. Yeah, we're taking this to a different level now. I, we have to decide the malice that's involved. The lying almost makes it better. Yeah. Because uh, the one right. guy just dropped her off. Okay. But I like the fact that he lied to her face. Afterwards. But at the same time, he also had he had the pleasure of knowing that he could have just left her out there because you could have eventually hotwired the truck. Now, Hefe, what we're seeing right now is the evolution of a bit. What we're gonna do now? We're gonna try to change it up. Just mean stuff. Just, not okay. mean stuff you just said. Mean stuff you've done to your chick or, you know, a chick in general. I'm voting John takes the lead now. Okay. Uh, this is playing for a Sopranos prize pack if you want to uh, get into this. I like how it's called the evolution of a bit, not the callers have a better idea for the segment, so we'll just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, call, we'll call a bluebird blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Andy. Andy, you're in the hideout. Hey, I had this girl in my, one of my high school classes that just wouldn't shut up one day. And I was like, I'm going to say something to piss her off. So I turned to her and said, you know, your face looks like it caught on fire and somebody tried to put it out with an ice pick. It just pissed her off, but it made me feel much better. Uh, there's, not, there's nothing like, thank you for the phone call, there's nothing like, I remember being in high school too, and there was this, always there was this cheerleader who was like on the borderline, who was kind of cute, but also at the same time, 
shouldn't have been a cheerleader because yeah. she was kind of thick. Yeah. Well, she, and, and she I, was probably the bottom of the pyramid. She was, no, she was. Yeah. She was the one that will hold everybody up. Yeah. And so my thing with her was I just loved picking on her. Huh. And I loved I loved messing with her self esteem. And so she made the stoop and she knew that I'd do this, but she kinda liked me too. And it was one of those love hate kind of relationships. Yeah, she loved the abuse. And she made well I guess yeah, technically, you know, abuse attention it was all the same thing, sadly. And she made the mistake of you know, trying to take it to the next level, and I promise you, I said this. I said, "No, you're too chunky for me," and I said this to her face. Now, I we used to uh, make up nicknames for everybody and actually call people nicknames, but they were the most simplistic nicknames that were so hilarious just because of how simple they were. We're like, we had this really tall, ugly chick, so she was tall, ugly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and we'd call her that. We're like, hey, what's up, tall, ugly? Oh. It was one of the meanest things in the world, but it was just so funny because it was so simplistic. One time, I remember being in earth science class, and uh, they were talking about how many Twinkies are consumed in one day by the American public. And if it was something like, you know, 500,000. Let's say that, because I can't remember what it was. And I'm like, well, that's not really that bad because uh, we had a girl named Julie right next to me who was just insanely big. Uh Julie over here, she eats, uh, she uh, has like a conveyor belt of them going to her mouth. That probably has to be at least uh, half of them right there, 250,000. You said this in a science class? Yeah, in front of the whole class. And she uh, she took it really well during the class, but I guess after the class she went home crying, and I got in some trouble for that one. <laughs> You're so evil, brother. And the funny thing is, the teacher... Never said anything back about it. Did the teacher laugh? He, no, he didn't. He's like he kind of like agreed and just kept on moving out of the class. No, because he, he never scolded me about it. He just kind of agreed with. He, yeah, she's a fat girl. He's kind of like true, true. All right, moving on. That's so. Fun. Hey, if we were if we were to come up with those simplistic names for ourselves on the show, what would what would we be? I would be uh well I'm I'm already kinda the skinny fat guy. Maybe skinny fat stinky. <laughs> how about uh, I, say marble, I mouth. say marble mouth. I say marble mouth. But that's not really on on how you look. We did it mostly on appearance. You couldn't do it on anything though? You just we, do it on appearance? We could do it on anything. Like we had uh, a guy with a big uh red blotch over his eye, so he was red eye. And uh, it was the time of those com- it was those time of those commercials where like you know they did the thing where I got the red eye the commercials so oh, no. we would run around and tackle this kid and like give him a wedgie and just keep on yelling I got the red eye I got the red eye all right let's keep let's keep on moving it's on. funny how that's the hideout that's what we do yeah. we somehow turn that into a living Garland Garland you're in the hideout hey what's going on man what's going on bro Hey, uh, I want to say something mean that I said to my girl. It was my wife, actually, on the night of our first wedding anniversary. I wanted to do something different, you know, something romantic. I don't know how much I can say on the radio, but I wanted to try a new position, and I was unsuccessful. And she said, well, I thought you said you tried it before. I said, I did, but my last girlfriend didn't weigh as much as you. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right, we got a new leader. We got a new leader. Garland is in the lead. Now, uh, now the, I used to hear about this kind of stuff, Garland, where people would, uh, you know, uh, 
rodeo. You know, they used to call it the rodeo. And what they would do, they would be getting one of these fat chicks, and they'd be, uh, they'd just lean over into their ear while they're getting them, and they would say, "Jesus Christ, you're one fat ass." And, and, what? Sh- and try to hold on for seven seconds while they're bucking you off. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, you're in the league, Garland. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Garland. Five thousand. Hold on. Craig, Craig, you're in the hideout. What's up, guys? How you doing, bro? All right, man. Hey, I was a bartender outside of Cleveland a couple years back, and uh, I was out there, and this fat chick, ugly chick, too, to boot, was sitting there giving me eyes all night, and she put her tip in the jar with this little piece of paper. So I grabbed the paper and my tip dumped Oh, okay. He said, I dumped you out right there. I'm sorry, because he said, he said tips. I'm sorry, I, I I couldn't hear you that well, and I didn't want to get fined. All right, do the story over again, please. All right, she she was putting her tip and a little piece of paper in my tip jar. Okay. So I emptied it out, took the thing, and it was her phone number, and said I'd really like to meet you later on. I took the piece of paper back and returned it, split it up to her in front of her, and said I wouldn't have you as somebody else's deed. Oh. I walked away. <laughs> That, that's kind of an old line, but it, funny that you actually said it to the girl, but it's kind of an old line. I, uh, our big thing um, when we were going out to the bars and everything, the, the joke pickup line, you'd be out there dancing. If you if you got like a chubby chick, you'd be like, you know what? You don't sweat that much for a fat chick while you're at the dance. <laughs> I swear to God. And we would see who may, uh, who could get the most girls in that night, just saying that to them, you know? By saying that? Yeah. I'm telling no, not, you, this not, would... Not getting them, not getting them into bed, but just how many people, how many guys would have the cojones to actually go up to uh, uh, many, many girls and do this. It's Man. so funny. I wish I had known that because I swear I would have done that last night at this bar that we were in at Fort Worth in the stockyards because it would have worked. All the fat girls were really sweating. <laughs> it's so funny to do on the dance floor as they were dancing in their cowboy boots and their hats to Missy Elliott. It's just silly. It's just silly. Rob, Rob, you're in the hideout. Okay. A uh, bunch of my friends were all meeting in front of the movie theater, and my chick is standing in front of me. All of a sudden, she, like, faints and falls back. So I kind of, like, catch her and, like, slut, uh, lightly lay her on the ground and walk Did away. Did you just drop a slut in there? <laughs> right. My friends are like, dude, dude, your chick's laying on the ground. And I'm just walking away like I don't know. <laughs> you, you just left the girl passed out there at the movie theater. She just freaked me out. Why is she fainting? Why is she <laughs> Because she has some kind of problem, man. And you just She's having an epileptic there. seizure, and you're leaving her on the ground to choke on her own tongue. No, thank you. Jack, Jack, you're in the hideout. And he's now an EMT, and you know the rest of the story. <laughs> right, I was with a chick for like two years, and then uh, we break up, right? She has sex with like my best friend, like a couple weeks afterwards, right? And uh, the whole relationship, we never had sex with a condom or whatever. So then we hook up back again, and uh, I use a condom. And she puts it off for me and everything, and then we do it or whatever. And then I take it off, I'm like, uh, you, didn't, you don't wonder why I put a condom on? She's like, no. I was like, I never used a condom before. And she's like, well, I don't know. And I was like, it's because you're a freaking whore. <laughs> After you ended up getting it? Yeah, afterwards. Well, yeah, he's not going to say it before, and then he has, loses all his shot. Some, but you gotta, some girls are into that. That's role playing. Yeah. You got to respect that. But I got, I can't uh, take Garland out of the lead. I just can't do it yet. Do you want to end the game now, then? No, no, we got a chick on the wants to tell her story. Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl, you're in the hideout. 
Hey, I'm the first woman. I have to win. Okay, let's hear what you got. Okay, well, first you have to ask Garland if he's still married. I, I doubt it. I doubt it, that is, too. That but, is funny. Maybe if, we, if he ends up winning, we can find that out. Yeah, we'll call him back. Well, I've got two for you. One is about myself and my current husband, and the other is about a, a girlfriend and her boyfriend. First, when my husband and I first met, I never met him before, mutual friends, etc. And we kept saying we knew each other, etc., etc. And we actually did a long time ago, but we couldn't remember. We had some drinks, and then he looked at me, and in front of all of these people, he said, Did I sleep with you? Did he? No. <laughs> so he didn't even remember you? Well, we had met, but we had, we did not remember each other at all. Neither one of us did, but we looked familiar. But that was his great pickup line. And it worked. And it, well, eventually. I called him a name and left. But I have to tell you about my friends. They got into a fight one evening, and the girl's kind of larger. And the man said, you're so deep big that I should effing on you. Okay. Whoa. Cheryl, you cut out everything, but you can't say that. Um, I don't know if we can, I can, we can even repeat that. It's funny. I, I, I wish I could say it myself. I'll, I'm going to clean it. I'm not even going to say, but the funny thing is that she used the letter D for damn and then went on to describe probably the, <laughs> the worst extra toy function you could possibly imagine doing to another human being. But thank you, Cheryl. That was perfect. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I love how the, nobody knows the FCC and how it works. They think they can't see BAM, but they think they can talk about that. Water sports. We'll say that. All right. We are out of delay right now, so we're just going to hold on to... Uh... Well, I, I say we just go with Garland, man. I got a lot of other stuff to get to. Broadcasting here from Dallas. Are you sure we you can't got, take out? Uh, we got two more people online. Let's just get those two guys. All right. And, if you uh, absolutely believe these are going to be good ones, I, I think they're all good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, this I, is your this is your this is your humor. This is what you love most when people are mean to each other. It's like picking the best of two evils instead of the worst. You know, Jay. Jay, you're in the hideout. Jay. Hey. What's up, bro? Nothing much, dude. What's up? What's your story? Uh, I was back in my house and chilling with my girl, you know, just watching TV, and I was hitting it, and after I pulled off the rubber and slapped her in the... Whoa, dump that. Ah, we all, all right, we are... Uh... Game's over. <laughs> people, people are now just forgetting the fact that they're on the radio. They actually think that they're in the hideout, hanging out with us in a very small room deep within the WJFK compound, and there's no FCC. Now, so let's, just... let's, uh, let's get Garland back on the air so he can uh, cheer us all up with the story again, and then we'll take a break. Because while we're waiting for, the, waiting for the delay to ramp back up, this all goes back to the fact that when Dubs was just out of high school, he had a girlfriend who was having female issues, and he told her it's because it took a beating in high school, referring to her area, and just kind of seeing what the worst things that you've ever said and or done to uh, your chicks. People have left them on the side of a road. One guy purposely wandered off in the woods and left this chick in the woods, only to later pretend to her face that he was worried about her being missing just because she had the car keys. But Garland topped all of that. Yeah. And to me, Garland is the winner because he tried a new position with his wife and it didn't work. Well, and he, he said it was a position that he'd tried before with another girl. Mm -hmm. And he tried it for the first time with his wife, and when his wife and he couldn't execute it properly, he uh, told her that you know uh, the last chick 
didn't weigh as much as you, so it was a little bit easier. And we don't worry. And we have Garland on the line right now. Garland. Yo, what's up, man? What's going on? Congratulations, you have won. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, oh, he, he, got the Sopranos right, well, he got the Sopranos Prize track. A Sopranos Prize pack. Congratulations, man. It's a kick-ass uh, robe. It's got a Champagne robe. Got a bucket. So, hey, are you still married? Uh, actually, that was like the beginning of the end. She kept bringing up little comments about my girlfriend's name being lighter. And That's months, seven months later, we ended up separating, and I ended up back with my old girlfriend anyway. Right on, well, girl. Good for you. Now you can do whatever you want sexually. That's awesome. You're a winner on all fronts. Congratulations, brother. Thank you very much, girl. And that's the funny thing. Whenever these kind of things happen, that is usually the beginning of the end. I'm, I'm saying probably almost all the time the beginning of the end. Because if it's one of the meanest things that you've ever done, just period, in life, a lot of times that person is just always going to remember that you were able to be that mean to them. Yeah. And they're always going to recall that no matter what happens. In a way, it's almost worse than cheating. Or maybe it's along the same lines. It's just like every time, you know, the, your significant partner gets uh, upset, it's just like, God, and then I remember that one time you said we couldn't do this sexually because I'm not as light or as skinny as his previous girlfriend. This Hefe and Dubs. It's the hideout in Washington, D.C. Kick him to the floor, step on the floor, step on the floor, kick him to the floor. 
to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. All right, then.